Hello everyone, uh, this is Quentin Chambers with Alpha Ally Mental Health Services. Uh, call, coming to you again with another Mental Health Minute. Uh, okay, so let's get into it, guys. Uh, today, you know, I had an interesting day. Uh, it's been a, a, a nice, interesting couple of days. So uh, I'm going to do this first segment. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, basically anxiety. And I'm calling this who's in control, right? Um, so let me kind of, you know, set the tone, you know, um, essentially, you know, I've been working with, you know, uh, a patient, uh, you know, who is more, one more specifically for quite some time, uh, that's dealing with the anxiety symptoms. Uh, and actually, uh, now the, the patient is, you know, absolutely doing better. Right. Uh, but let's go over symptoms of, you know, anxiety in the first place. Right. Um, how do we know that, you know, you're truly having anxiety symptoms, you know, versus uh, this being a physical reason for having anxiety symptoms? That's very important to, to really realize that. And I know every single time when I talk about some kind of a mental state, it's likely I'm going to go ahead and say, is it physical or is it a mental health issue? Right. Um, so essentially, we'll, we'll go through the physiology of it. There are a number of things that can happen. More specifically, the number one things and thing that can cause anxiety is when you're suffering from a physical pain issue. Um, whether that's a diabetic neuropathy, whether that's you know heart issues, whether that's um, you know some kind of a, a anemic type thing or any other of the diseases, lupus or MS, that cause physical pain. When that's happening, you get a signal that goes uh, throughout your body. More specifically, your cortisol levels rise. Your your um, you know. Uh, sympathetic system starts to kick in uh, a lot more, uh, more in overdrive. And, you know, you, you just uh, get this heightened alertness uh, that occurs because of a physical issue that's going on. Uh, and, and then you have to decipher, is that really what's going on? You got knee pain, you got, you know, you had a surgery, uh, those kind of things, you know. And, and so essentially what happens is, uh, people get put on these pain medications because it's deadening those pain receptors, which in turn uh, will actually take down uh, the uh, anxiety symptoms, you know, because that's why a lot of people end up coming back to see the doctor and things like that, because their anxiety symptoms are just way too high. Their pain levels are way too high. Uh, so that that's a little bit about the physiology part of it. I'll, I'll get back into that, guys. If you guys, you know, uh, comment to me, let me know, uh, you know, to tell you a little bit more about the physiology part of it. Of course, my job is not to tell you, you know, more physiological things. It's more to talk about neurological things. Everything that I talk about, of course, is... Um, you know, for informational purposes only. Uh, so please be aware of that and uh, keep that in mind. Uh, my job is to really try to inform you guys of uh, different scenarios, uh, different health situations that affect your mental health. Uh, and so that's what I'm here for. Okay, so let's get into, um, now that we know some of the things that are physical that cause anxiety, and, and we rule those out. I'm not in any pain. I, I don't have health issues that are you know, particularly going on or I've gotten them into control, you know, where I'm actually managing that, you know. So otherwise, how do I, that? It must be some natural anxiety. Right. 
Okay. Did it come on to you recently? Right. You know, so um, have you had it since you were young and you just didn't realize it, that you were a nervous person all the time? You worried about everything, you know, and there was no reason to worry. You know, you jump at the small noises, you know, or, or something happening. All of those kind of things are, 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 you know, signs that there's something neurologically going on, you know, that, that bother you. You know, um, you can have stressors in your life. Uh, that compound, you know, you be having anxiety, that part happens. That's exposure uh, anxiety. That's, that's, you know, situational anxiety stuff that's occurring. Uh, but that real pathological, neurological anxiety symptoms really occur when there's a, a number of symptoms that are occurring. Uh, for example, uh, again, you are worried about things despite the fact that, you know, you you may have even been proven that there's no reason to be alarmed and still yet you are alarmed. Um, you have times throughout your day or throughout a week where you are very anxious, you feel uncomfortable, you can't be around people, your mind is preoccupied with, you know, these thoughts that, you know, you, you just don't feel well, you feel very scared, you feel nervous um, and anxious, you know, uh, and you can't put your finger on it. You know, you can't stop it from doing that. You've talked with loved ones. Oh, my God, I can feel my heart because there are physical symptoms that, you, you know, also drive anxiety stuff. Again, I'll mention that. So anxiety can be also uh, neurological that lead into it affecting your physical. Start sweating, sweaty palms, uh, heart rate begins to increase, you know, things like that. All of those, you know, are also impacted by your mental state as well. Uh, so, you know, if you've been in a calm situation, nothing seems chaotic around you. Everybody else is going about their business on a consistent basis. There's no weapons or violence, you know, type things going on. But yet you still feel anxious. You still feel like you have anxiety. You know, that is more of a pathological uh, anxiety disorder that we're dealing with. OK, so that means that your your sympathetic nervous system is in overdrive. Uh, and, and there's a, a need that your body is trying to accomplish uh, to uh, recompensate that. OK, so let's move forward uh, into a kind of a scenario. I have this young lady um, who, you know, she's been battling the anxiety for years. Um, we got her on the right medication for her. I won't mention any particular medication, uh, but uh, it, it had a great design behind it for her. Um, started out with a little bit of a higher dose, brought her back down because it was making her too tired, that kind of stuff. So that was defeating the purpose. You know, we have to be careful and mindful not to oversaturate, you know, uh, our, our transmitters so that we're not just walking around tired. We're calm, but we're tired all the time. Can't think. You become folk, you know, uh, uh, foggy brained. Uh, so essentially uh, what we found out with this young lady was that, you know, once we got her where she was halfway calmed down, then we were able to actually um, work on the coping mechanisms for her. Because what ends up happening is a lot of people end up taking ownership of anxiety. And guys, I got to tell you, it is not 
and ownership. Anxiety, you should not own that. Anxiety is something that is you're experiencing, right? You know, you're having this experience and it's terrible. You shouldn't have it. It's there. Now you have to deal with it. Yikes. Um, so the idea here is to really take a look and say when people really get to understand how to deal with anxiety symptoms and gain control over it, then they're going to be in good shape. Now, a lot of people say, well, that's easy to say. I have I've been trying to you know, gain control of it for a long time. I see a therapist, all these other things like that. What could I be missing? The question for me to, to for me to you is always what is your consistency? Take a take a look, step back, write down on a daily basis. Because right now, if you are you know listening to this and you're thinking you got all kinds of anxiety symptoms, then you've been through trying to self uh, you know uh, fix this issue. So now it's time to take a very good look at how this is working. So that you can be able to say, I did this, I did that, and now I can scratch it off that this part is working, that part's not working. I'm going to do the work in order to kind of really dial in. So when I'm in front of a professional, I can kind of tell them some of the things that actually work, why the fog lifted even for 10 minutes, for an hour, for two days, whatever that was. Here's how we made that happen. I was in this kind of environment. I slept this much. I had these kind of foods. All of those things are important to make have a, a note of it and, and possibly even write it down so that you can go back to it and refer. And you know exactly what kind of things that you can repeat uh, so that you can have better days, right? Um, so as you go forward into really getting control of this, and, and you know, I said, who has the power, right? Who has the power? You do. You absolutely do. You are the one that you can step back and say, okay, I'm having this moment. I'm going to decide I'm going to step back. Not because it made me, but because I'm going to decide that I'm, I'm having this moment and I don't want this moment to last forever. So, you know, again, I mentioned with the, the sympathetic system guys that typically in a, a panic attack, as we call it, typically will not last more than 10, maybe 15 minutes if it's at its heightened uh, state. Why? Because the body has only a supercharge uh, of that energy that, that we call it adrenaline, right? You know, that uh, will, will hit us to help us with the fight or flight. But the body kind of thinks to itself, listen, it's been about 10, 15 minutes and nothing's really all that happening here. I'm going to shut this off because I'm depleted down. I don't have any more to give you and I can't rev up forever. Now, what you are experiencing after that is what people may say, man, I, I had it all day. You know, no, you, you, you didn't. It was episodes of it. And, and so it just kept feeling like it just rebounded, rebounded, rebounded. And it was nothing you can do. Well, you were starting to get into anticipatory anxiety. Okay. That's where you calm down, you feel tired, you know, um, you feel like, boy, all your energy is zapped, this and that, and then things calm down for a while. And then your body gets into alert system because, oh my God, that, that was not good the first time that I experienced that. So you're going to have to start working on that exposure therapy with that of, you know, being able to say, I'm in control here. I'm going to take a moment, deal with this. 
and look, okay, it's gone. It's down. What do I do if I know these times of the day this is occurring? How do I trust that other people can help me get through it? It doesn't have to be dramatic or anything like that, but, you know, something they can do or not do. So it takes homework, guys, you know, for us to really figure out how we are in control of these anxiety symptoms so we can have as best of a quality of life as possible. And I guarantee you, once, you know, you learn how to allow for anxiety symptoms to pass through you, for lack of better words, you'll see that uh, you have better management over it, okay? All right, guys, so uh, I am going to leave you with that uh, little caveat, you know, in terms of that. So hopefully it was helpful. Um, and uh, I will see you next time, okay? This has been Quentin Chambers, Psychiatric Mental Health Nurse Practitioner with Alpha Ally Mental Health Services. Uh, we are located in St. Charles, Missouri um, at 1551 uh, Wall Street, uh, Suite 110. Uh, you know, so please give us a call, guys, 636-493-9008 if you want to talk with us. Um, we will be waiting on your call to see how we can help you with your anxiety, okay? Thanks a lot. Take care.